Welcome to the Go All In podcast. I'm your host, Robert Bruss. And today on the show, we have Vicky Scatini from VickyScatini.com. Vicky has one hell of a Go All In story to share with us today. So listening closely as she shares her story of what it's like to be homeless and living in a car and doing whatever it takes to win and break through in the property game. Let's get started. G'day everyone. I trust that you're well and you and your family are doing well also in these strange COVID times that seem to be coming to an end. Now, if you haven't already checked out the new Go All In website, I encourage you to pop on over to goallin.com.au and take a look at our brand new hub for startups and entrepreneurs. We've got some great free training over there and some great giveaways, and we've got a whole bunch of new products that have been added to the hub. So pop on over to goallin.com.au to find out more. Now, if this is your first time here at the Go All In podcast, welcome. It's great to have you here. This podcast is for you if you're starting out in business, considering a business, or even if you've been a seasoned entrepreneur for years. My guests and I will give you the strategies and the tactics that you need to help you to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be faster than you ever thought possible. To get there, you're going to have to work hard, learn some new things, but most of all, you're going to have to go all in. And I created and I do this show because there's nothing I like more than eliminating roadblocks and shortcutting the path to success. In fact, I can't wait to celebrate your success with you. So make sure you reach out to me via social media or via email. Before we get into the show today, just take a little peek at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the app that you're listening in on. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll down and hit the subscribe button there as well. And don't forget to ring the bell. That way you'll always have some motivation and some go all in love right there in your pocket. Lastly, if you like what you hear today, please share this episode with your friends and your family. Vicky's got a really important message to share, and she's got a pretty amazing story as well. And if we can just help one or two people to break through their barriers and get unstuck, then Vicky and I would have done our job here on the podcast today. Alrighty, let's get into this. As I mentioned right at the top of the show, Vicky went from being homeless and living in a car to winning big time in the game of property. But it's not what you think. Vicky had no money, no credit, and she needed to go all in and get creative to make it work. And I guess it's when we're faced with total uncertainty like that in our lives that we as humans get creative and Vicky embodies absolutely everything it means to do this. Now that Vicky has made her way in property and she's done pretty well out of it, she's focusing on giving back and teaching others to do exactly the same thing. In fact, Vicky's on a mission to help a million people to do the same as her. I'm excited she's here, so please help me in welcoming Vicky Scatini. Vicky Scatini, welcome to the Go All In podcast. It's great to have you here. Well, I am so glad to be here. Thank you for having me, Robert. No problems at all. Well, with a slight mix-up in our calendar, I had the opportunity to re-look at your website and all your socials and things like that. And I'm looking forward to having a conversation about property and uh, getting wealth through property because that's been the actual theme of a couple of podcasts I've done recently, surprisingly. So I'm looking forward to learning some more about how you do it and how you get involved in it and whatnot. But before we get into any of that, why don't you give us a little bit of background? Tell us where you're from. There's a funny accent on the other end of the line, but Americans always say that I've got a funny accent. Whereabouts are you in the world? Well, I am in Jackson, Mississippi in the USA, but I was not born here. I was actually born in Uruguay, Montevideo, Uruguay. Okay. Very nice, very nice. now Jackson, Mississippi. I'm a Mississippian now. And and tell me, how has the COVID pandemic uh, affected you? Is everything okay in your part of the world? You know... It was actually one of the worst things that could have happened to the business as far as because I have a lot of rental properties. So the minute they said that you didn't have to pay rent, any of the tenants did not pay rent. But it was actually the best thing that could have happened to the business. I honestly think God created COVID for me. (laughs) Not that I'm trying to be conceited, but I really do think that it gave me a chance to really analyze my business and see where I was going wrong giving me the time and and, and step in into different shoes where I had somebody at. So my whole business got revamped like a hundred times better that, I mean, it was the best thing that could happen. 
Yeah, it's a really interesting paradox and it's a uh, uh, it's a welcome byproduct. I know a lot of business owners that I've been talking to here in Australia have had a very similar experience to you. Um, I have another business as well. I've got a, a photography and event photography business and videography as well. And that completely stopped, of course, because yeah. no events, no anything happening, no weddings, no nothing. Um, but what it's done in the last, probably in the last five or six weeks, I've done a really deep competitor analysis I've had a really good look at other people's websites, their social media, what are they doing? You know, it's out there for the world to see. And what I see them doing is a big fat nothing. And for me, that is like just enormous opportunity (laughs) right there. Because I think if you're sitting there doing nothing, waiting for the world to go back to what it was, unfortunately, you're you're mistaken. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen for you. It might not be back to what it was for another two years, you know. I had a bunch of speaking events uh, lined up for myself um, this year, and that's all gone by the wayside. And I'm like, well, when is that coming back? Is it in 12 months or in 18 months or in six months? Who knows? Whatever, whenever it know. is, I've just got to maneuver and, and keep moving forward. Hey. And I really think, I mean, this is a wake up call for everybody. They need to do something. So many people got caught off guards that what are you waiting for? They need to get up and build it for themselves. Because I honestly don't think COVID-19 is the last. We're going to have COVID-20, you know, (laughs) and keep it going. So it's a perfect timing. I see people on social media sitting at home dancing and that's all great and dandy, but do something for yourself and your family. This is the time to build it. Yeah, I really feel like um, I've given myself an opportunity to completely outflank and outmaneuver the competitors who are the natural enemy in business. And business is a battlefield. You know, it's the it's the infantry guy in me that kind of uses those analogies all the time. And and if you're standing still, not doing anything, the enemy are maneuvering on you. And in this case, I'm watching everybody standing still, and I'm having an absolute blast maneuvering on them, um, scooping up the business as I go, which is a, a really good thing. So it's great to hear that that's uh, the same experience that you're having at the same time. It's really good. Tell me, Vicky, how long have you been in property for? How long have you been doing it for? You know, I, I started originally, you know, I was pretty much raised in California. And when my daughter, uh, give you my story, uh, when my daughter decided to go off to school, it was I was going through my second divorce and I was doing some flips, working at a retail place also. And any the little money I was making, it was really going to my divorce attorney. But I don't the way I do real estate. Yes, I do some traditional stuff. But because of my story, I learned how to be non-traditional mm-hmm. and when my daughter went off to school, I am one of those women that, you know, you hear about the emptiness syndrome, but I didn't believe in it until I went through it. And it was the <laughs> most gut wrenching experience I've ever had in my life. It was literally somebody just took my heart out. So I realized, what am I doing? Why am I in California? Beautiful weather. But why it's over, no offense, California people, but um, <laughs> it's just, I was not building it. I was not building anything. My I had no retirement. And that's when I decided I'm going to go build it. This is the time for me to go build it. And and I, I wanted to give my daughter her space, but I wanted to be driving distance from her. So I, I realized that Jackson, Mississippi was, an area where I could buy on a very limited budget. Mind you, I had $5,000 saved up and that was, I decided to move. I bought tickets that morning to go visit her for the holiday. By that night, I couldn't handle my heart anymore. I said, that's it. I'm moving. Two weeks later. um, First thing I did is I called you hall. And I mean, do you mind if I just tell you? No, no, go for it. Go for it. Okay. So two weeks later, uh, I called a U-Haul and that's a trucking company. They wanted $5,000. Well, that's out of the question. That's all I had. So I went and I bought this old beat up trailer from a single dad. And on the back, it said one king, three queens. And it was a 24 foot enclosed trailer. I sold as much as I could. I packed it. I mean, that trailer was packed so good. You couldn't even put a pencil in it. (laughs) And I took off. Two weeks later, I'm on the road and I had 
everything set up. Place I had found an owner that was selling her house and she was going to owner finance me. So I literally just had to get here, sign on the dotted line. That was it. Move in. Well, nothing went as planned. First of all, driving here, I get a blowout. I didn't know that the axle on the trailer was broken. So I get a blowout on the 10 freeway and I call a tow truck. I had triple A. It's a company that comes in and does road work assistance, but it didn't cover my trailer, first of all. And then the guy gets there and he says, uh, it's too heavy. We can't lift it to change the tire. You're going to have to empty it. We are in the middle of a freeway in the middle of the desert to start emptying. I had a ladder in the car. I would have had to bring that door down, hope that nothing came off and start taking. There was out of the question. So I said, no, we can't. We have to come up with a solution. I said, what about semi trucks? What do you guys do with semi trucks? Mm. Oh, well, that's a specialty trailer. More money. That's what it meant. So we had to get a semi-truck tow truck to lift it. That worked. I get to Texas and it happens again. Another blow up. Again, the axle's broken and I have it packed to the T. So now I'm an expert though. I don't even bother with little baby trailer with tow trucks. I go for the big ones. The whole time I'm talking to this investors and I'm actually thinking we're friends. That's how much we're talking. We're texting, we're talking all the way till I pass state line. I get into Mississippi. She disappears. She stops returning my calls. Now, mind you, because of all these tow trucks, I started with 5,000. I bought that trailer. I'm down. I am like less than $2,000 now. And I get into town and nothing. She doesn't respond to me. And I don't know how you are, but I start thinking all this crazy stuff. Oh, first it was her battery went dead. After a few hours, it wasn't the battery anymore. I'm like, okay, she dropped her phone on the toilet. She has her phone on rise. I think all this stupid stuff. So I go and I stay at a motel, nice motel. The next morning, I realize this lady ain't calling me back. And now I can't stay here because I'm running out of money. Mm. So I go and I stay. I found this one motel for $187. I could buy it for the whole week. I said, perfect. There's a reason why it was $187. (laughs) Mind you, I was raised the Italian way. We didn't have much money, but I did not know we didn't have money. We were not raised to live in cars. We were not raised, you know, to live with bugs. Mm. So um, I bought for the whole week. And as I'm, I'm opening my, my door, I hear somebody say something about bed bugs. Didn't know what bed bugs were. Didn't even know. But something told me, God, I think was telling me, look, Vicky, check out what bed bugs out. So I pulled out my phone and I'm checking. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. I go check in the bed where you're supposed to check. It's things were crawling everywhere. The mirror on this room, there was graffiti that they tried to clean, but it was embedded in the mirror. It was the nastiest thing ever. So I can't stay there. I have this great idea to stay in the back of my car. Now, keep in mind, I moved across country On a limited budget, I have a bankruptcy on my record. I have a foreclosure. I really don't have any money. I have no good credit. I don't have a job. Um, I'm here to go build my wealth, Mm. you know. And from that morning being on such a high to this night, living in the back of my car, depression sinked in. And I I didn't really know when it happened, to be honest with you, because... I literally did nothing for weeks. I stayed in the back of this car and I was doing nothing to get out of it. And it wasn't until um, it was, I believe it was a Monday night and um, there was a fight that broke out and I'm sleeping in the back of the car. And of course I'm nosy. I need to see what it is. So I peeked up the minute I peek up. Next thing I hear is gunshots. Oh gosh. I'm like everything, my whole life kind of flashed 
before me and I had made some money in my lifetime. I thought I'm going to die here in Jackson, Mississippi. Nobody knows where I'm at. And um, why am I here? I came to build it and I have done nothing for weeks. Mm -hmm. I've been accepting living in the back of this car and I've been in my pity me party. So it was a really bad night. I'm not even going to get into my thoughts, but it just was not good. The next morning I wake up and I realize I'm in a pity me party and nobody's joining this party. It's just me, myself and I, how do I get back? How do I get back to where I was eight weeks ago with such a high building my wealth to now being here? And one of the things that I kept hearing a little voice inside of me kept saying, my cousin one time told me, you Vicky, you, you always get ahead. That just kept ringing in my head, mm. but I couldn't get it back. I, and I said, how do I do it? The next voice says a dog, a dog. It was right around Christmas. Do you realize how difficult by now I'm down to $478, by the way, do you realize how difficult it is at Christmas time? And I needed a little dog so I can sneak him in places or her. Um, to get a dog on a limited budget when you have $478, well, I found one. This lady had puppies and she said, my puppies are gone, but I have this one and he's only a couple months old. Send me a picture. Perfect size. Uh, I said, perfect. Oh, and by the way, I had fell down and broken my tailbone. So I literally had a broken behind. And I had to drive three hours to where she was at. So I'm in my truck, trailer attached, sitting on the donut because of mm. my broken tailbone. I get there and I'm really surprised I made it alive out of some of the situations I got myself into because that location was not good. And she tries to hand me this dog in the dark. And I said, well, can I see him? She's all, sure, come on in. Takes me in her house. My God, she had like 10 dogs in there. They were all huge. Mr. B, Mr. Big, that's what I call him. And his mom were the only two little ones. He was so matted, afraid of his own shadow. And it was the same dog of this picture she sent me, but he was way older. Mm. Bottom line, I said, I'm taking him. I took him the whole ride home to our motel because that's where I would park. Um, He was shaking the whole time. Bottom line, I promised him that night because I thought, poor little guy, his story and everything that she told me and the condition he was in, I promised him, I said, Mr. B, I'm going to make it. I am going to get us out of here. You deserve better than this. Yeah. Within three days, not only did I have one person that was willing to owner finance me with no money down, uh, I got creative. He didn't want money as a down payment. And that's where I learned how to be creative. No money down, no job, bankruptcy, foreclosure, but I had a great attitude. And two people were willing to own or finance me home in three days. We were able to move in December 26, 2014. The stuff, I didn't have any money. I literally bought, paid $50 for him, had to put deposit for lights. And I started selling my stuff on eBay. Mm. eBay was paying for my food, our food, um, materials for that house. But I taught myself how to fix houses. I got ideas from Pinterest. Pinterest tells you how to fix stuff, very low budget. (laughs) And YouTube, they show you how to do it. Now I had inherited some tools along the way from my stepdad. And I I love tools, but I didn't even know what they were for. And it was the best feeling when a contractor would show you how to do something and they pull out a tool. Mm. I had it. I didn't know what it was, but now I knew what it was for. So I fixed up that house, took me like three, four months. I put a sign outside and then rent it within four hours. I was making profit 650 a month. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, it's only one house. Now I knew my system worked. I just had to keep duplicating it. That's it. And that's what I did. That was five years ago. 
Now I have over a hundred houses, apartment complex, commercial, different types of companies. And I was ready to retire two years ago, but I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Now I decided I'm going to go help the Vickies of the world. Those that have the attitude and don't give up on themselves. The ones that do wit, wit is whatever it takes. If you do wit and don't give up on yourself, then that's why I'm out here now. I'm helping those who not going to give up on themselves. Well, Vicky, that is a, an absolute hell of a story. And um, thank you for sharing that. And thank you. It's a very vulnerable story as well. And I, I really appreciate you you sharing that as well, because everybody starts somewhere. Everyone comes from somewhere. And that's a really good example of scraping rock bottom, absolute rock bottom. And when you're rock bottom, there's really only one way that you can go. Well, there's two. You can stay exactly where you are, but you don't go any lower. You just track along in the same line and it's a pretty awful place to be. But if you just have a little win and get off the bottom and a little bit more and a little bit more, it gathers momentum faster than you um, than you could ever really hope for, When especially when you're feeling down and out like that, especially when finances and money are a problem like that. And I think a lot of people can relate to that story, maybe not in the same way, but I think people have been through similar yeah. circumstances as well. And that's what this show is about. Vicky, people come on over to the Go All In podcast to learn more about others that go all in. And you can see on the sign behind me, it says, do whatever it takes. Um, can can you share it. with me the the biggest go all in story or stories that you learned when you were going through that, when you were at absolute rock bottom, was there, was there something that happened to you where you were at a fork in the road and you can go left or you can go right. Or you can stay right where you are and you just had to commit. Otherwise things were going to stay the same. Yeah. I mean, it was really the next day that, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about that night because it was not a good thought night. The next day when I realized I've been in my pity me party um, and then I knew I had lost, I'll call it mojo. I lost my drive. I lost focus. I lost momentum. And I didn't know when I lost it. And it didn't, it's not like from one day to the next, it happened all in one day, but I knew I had to get it back. And when you're going through issues, whether homeless or whatever it is, because everybody deals with things differently, um, it's your mindset. I realized my mindset was keeping me down. The minute I got Mr. B, now it wasn't even about me. I had to make it better. It was almost like my daughter had left. Now I had no purpose. And Mm -hmm. now I got Mr. B and now I had a purpose again. So I had to make succeed for him. And I really have not stopped since that day. But I mean, let's get down to it. Had I not realized that I needed my drive back and I couldn't do it by myself. I had to get my dog, Mr. B. (laughs) And then I got my drive back. I got focused and I was on track. I mean, three days in three days, I found two people and I had no money. I $470. I paid 50 bucks for Mr. B best investment ever, but it shows (laughs) you guys Find your mojo, find whatever it is. You need to have a strong why. If you don't have a strong why, you're not going to succeed. So whatever it is that they're doing, if you find your strong why and then change your mindset without the right mindset, the wit, I love whatever it takes without the right mindset and not give up on yourself. I've had many times during this time that I've been going to events and everything possibly can go wrong. And I find a way I'll tell you one, I drove 12 hours to make it to event because I had the wrong flight, the wrong hotel, everything was wrong, but I was not going to stop. Most people would have said, I'm not doing it. Mm. Well, I pushed through and it was the best event ever. So when things go bad for me, I get excited. The the worst it gets, the more I know the reward's going to be that much better. I just have to figure out a way to push through. Change your mindset, 
and push through because what's waiting on the other side, there's only a few people that are getting it because most people gave up. Yeah. If you push through, there's a good thing waiting on the other side. I love it. It's such a such an important lesson and such an important reminder as well. You know, I I, I always say that your body doesn't remember pain. It must have hurt when you fell down and broke your broke your tailbone, but you can't really remember what that feels like, right? I just know that it hurt. I remember I I had an accident recently, fell down and and hurt my ribs really badly, had a collapsed lung and all this sort of things, and it, and it hurt like hell. But I can't tell you what it feels like. I don't. It hurt. And, and apparently when you got broken ribs, everybody's a comedian and all you can do is laugh all the time. And it's just the, the worst injury ever. And you Maybe can't because it hurts more. It's just the worst. No, people want to come and visit and see your own. No, you can't come over because everyone's got a smart ass comment about something. It's like funny, but you know, your body doesn't remember pain both physically and mentally, but I think you remember it emotionally. I think you know what it feels like to go through a, a really crappy time and to be rock bottom. And, but it also gives you a point of reference. And when things get tough, like you say that I drove 12 hours because the flights didn't work or something went wrong or the hotels weren't whatever. It's not a big deal compared to what I went through before. And, you know, if you, if you share your problems and, and you share stories like this, and I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this story because it's a good point of reference. And hopefully, and I know I've got a really big audience. So I know somebody in this audience will be able to use that as a point of reference to go, well, you know, what I'm going through is not so bad compared to what, Vicky went through that must have really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> the point of reference is really is really rock bottom compared to a lot of people out there, which is such an important thing. That's why podcasting is such a great thing. So I really appreciate you sharing that. That's a a, a great thing. Thank you. Okay, Vicky, I want to move off that story there and just talk about a little bit about property and and what you do. And um, I, I noted that on your website, you were kind of got into this around 2012. Here we are eight years later in 2020. I wish this year would be over. Um, it will be over sooner than we think. And maybe 2021 will be a, uh, something a little bit brighter. But have, have you seen some cycles? You've seen a little bit of boom and bust going on there. What's your feel? What's your take on the, the local area where you are? Is it, is it cyclic? Is that something that you look at for in, in property? Are you buying for, for capital growth or are you buying for cash flow? Cash flow. I'm all, I mean, I don't, I, because of my story, I always want security and I have done flips. Flipping to me, it's great if you have the cash flow coming in because it's an extra bonus. And, and in real estate or in anything that you do, you should have different baskets, all income producing baskets. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, put it in a different basket. So, um, because of the area, I mean, that's the reason why I moved here. It's great area for cash flow. It's not great for, I mean, can you find some flips? Yes, you can, but it's not an appreciation market. Mm -hmm. So with the market, the way it's been, it really hasn't affected this area because we're not, it doesn't appreciate ridiculous like versus California overnight, it goes up 20,000. Here does not, we get price, you know, houses under 50,000. So it's uh, high rents, low income. So I, we're not affected so much versus other areas that I've already seen. They're pretty much um, stalled. And I truly do believe those areas are going to be effective. Uh, lenders are not lending like they were. Will they come back? Of course they will. But um, I think this could be the beginning of another market, you know, going down. I don't think it's 2008 is going to come back, but I think it's I think it's it, those people that are in those hyper markets, markets mm. where the prices go up. They need to be aware. They need to buy cautiously. Yeah, one, one, I feel like I've seen it all in property, particularly here in Australia, Um I, I remember when interest rates were like 17%, um, they were just out of control and caused all sorts of grief for all sorts of people. And I got caught in the crossfire of that as well and lost a bunch as a result of all of that, you know, being going from being cash flow positive in properties and doing really well and acquiring another one and another one and another one. And the interest rates, as you acquire another one, go up and up and up 
Yeah. And the, the repayments don't marry up to the actual outgoing and the cost end up upside down in your mortgage. You've got to get out of it. Um, and, and the market is kind of coming down as the interest rates are going up and the economics of it just didn't yeah. work. And I remember getting caught in the crossfire of that and thinking, why am I in property? Why am I doing this? What is this all about? What a pain. Um, and it's just, you know, it's really a product of circumstance and a product of having a really short term view of what it was that I was doing it and doing it for the wrong reasons, thinking that um, the capital investment that I have there, the growth that I will get would negate the losses that I'm facing here. But hey, Vicky, can I borrow 50 bucks? You know, because I've got no cash, I've got no money. And I realized that after it was all over that um, cash flow, cash is king, right? And it really didn't matter how much my net worth was on paper. If I got $20 million of property on paper, who cares? You know, if I'm broke, I get 20 bucks off you for a cup of coffee. It's ridiculous, you know, like what the hell? Uh, so that's been really kind of a, a big learning, a big takeaway in my life and, and whatnot. But um, recently I've been looking quite a bit at alternative property investments in the United States, actually, because the value of property here in Australia is just ridiculous. The returns that you can get on property here in Australia will yield probably around one and a half to two percent. It's like, oh no, why, no. why would I, I don't touch anything that I don't have? Uh, at least the, I need to have the potential in double digits. If not, now, and people that's why I bring it up, right? Because I'm trying to highlight the contrast of how ridiculous now, it is here in Australia. Double digits for me. Now, California is different, though. They they're like happy with seven percent. I won't even touch. We, yeah. we wouldn't get that here. You don't get that here in Australia, you know, because the, the price of property on the front end when you're getting into the deal is just too high. And the amount of money that you need to get into the deal, you know, you need a 20% deposit is just too high, but you got to buy a property for 800 grand. What the hell? It's like ridiculous, you know, and you can buy a property there where you are for 50, 60 grand. Very, very difference. I thought I'd yeah. seen it all here in the property cycle until I was in the car the other day. I turned on the radio as you do. And uh, there was the bank saying, come and refinance your mortgage and we'll give you a $5,000 bonus. And I thought, look at that. The bank can't get you to come in and refinance. So they're going to pay you to re pay you. I've seen everything. What the hell is going on in this society? It's crazy. Do you have some crazy things happening like that in the US with COVID and things? Or is it a sort of just pretty normal? I mean, it's been pretty normal. Like I said, the lenders kind of put a halt right in the middle of it, but now they're starting to come back. Um, nothing major. And then two, because our prices are so low in the area that, that we're working with, a lot of the A-paper banks are not going to lend because the prices are too low. Yeah. But they're so. this is where I became really, really good at being creative, number one. And it's all about security. Oh my goodness. And I tell people all the time, if you're getting that property to flip, let's say, but you don't have a second exit strategy, don't buy it. Because what if the market crashes right in the middle of your flip? It's not, you lost everything. That's what so, happened to me. That's exactly what happened, right? Like go. I'm going to buy it and hold on to it. And the amount of rent that I get will cover the mortgage forever. No, it won't, you dumbass. It's not going to hold on forever. Things change. No, they don't. What are you talking about? It's just all, all that is, all that is, that's yeah. not an inexperience either, by the way, because anyone could have told me that. What it is, is just yeah. really short-term thinking. And it is short-term. And then you think, oh, no, nothing's going to happen in three, four months. But, I mean, look at 2008. Yeah, it happened world. overnight. Oh, my God. The yeah, changes overnight. Exactly. Overnight, it can happen. So, don't just look at the numbers, look at the security of it. And there's so many different ways. That's why I like to teach being creative. Like I do wraps in a downward market where it's already starting to happen in these areas. Wraps are going to wraps, wraparound mortgages, yep. huge, huge market. Let me ask you a question. Would you buy a property that is maybe 20,000? Buy it twenty thousand over more than what it's worth. Here, here in Australia, everything is is seventy thousand dollars more than it's actually worth. Because if you got into a deal today and you tried to get out of that deal once the property had settled, you wouldn't be able to. And so, I, I couldn't I couldn't answer that question with any like real kind of 
clout you, behind yeah. it because it's the market is just totally different here in Australia. Do me a favor when you finish this call, go and go and Google apartment prices or house prices in Sydney, and you'll just be like, "What the hell? That's how, how could you make money in property here in Australia?" And- Australia, come talk to me because I'm telling you, you in secure investments. It's all about security with me because I don't want to be homeless again. And I would never get into a project that, you know, will put anybody at risk. So it's all about securities and making sure that you have two exit strategies that they both work. You know, it's not about the immediate. It's about long term. You know, you said you broke your ribs, right? Mm -hmm. If you're doing flips or even wholesaling and you're down and out, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Versus if you're getting cash flow, you can be in the Bahamas breaking your ribs and (laughs) your money's still coming in. (laughs) That's what matters, right? The capital growth is great and being being wealthy on paper is great. But unless you can unless you got that cash to buy the things that you need to buy on a daily basis, that can be that can be very, very stressful. It is. It is. And, and it puts stress on, on your relationships. You make wrong decisions mm. because of that money, money issues. And I know I've done it before, too. So it's all about the security. Do it right. And, you know, there's a lot of bozos out there that are teaching you what they think. Let me tell you one thing. And, and when I decided to launch and teach people what I did, I was so excited. I got booked to two people right away. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. First guy, he was starting to teach. And I'm like, mm, your stuff's a little bit outdated, but okay, maybe you're, you know, you're a little older than me. Second guy was teaching about cash flow, turnkey to cash flow. And he's giving the formula. He's in California, mind you. I'm looking at his formula and I'm thinking, oh my God, people do not do what he's teaching you because you're going to lose your shirt. Mm. He had the perfect world of renting, which it doesn't exist. You're going to have work orders. At one time, your, vac- your property is going to go vacant. Yeah. Well, his numbers were so tight with no pad in it that his people were going to be, you know, negative every year. Mm. Well, of course, I started researching. I'm like, why is he teaching this crap? Teach it the right way. This guy didn't even own his house nor had any rentals, nothing. And he's teaching people this. Mm. So that's when I said, no, no, I am never doing this again. I'm going to teach my stuff. So learn, you know, from people that have actually done it. Don't just believe what they're teaching you. It needs to make sense. Beautifully said, beautifully said. Biggie, on, on that note, I wanted to just to find out a little bit more about your academy and, and what it is that you actually do and how you teach that. And if people want to get involved, what, what's the best way to do that? Well, it's uh, Vicky Scatini and we do it. If you want to, uh, I'm on all the social medias, but you can also go www.vickyscatini, S-C-H-E-T-T-I-N-I, it's up there, dot com. And I teach you, you know, I start with a workshop. Many people catch on right away and you'll be able to take off. Like the next one coming up will be the bulletproof wrap, wraparound mortgage. This one is one of my big baskets and I love it because the last wrap that I did, actually a few ones at the beginning of the year, seven investors passed out on it. I'm going to make $233,000. Seven investors because they didn't know what they were. They didn't know. So you need to be able to know different things. That's where the money's at. Really. If you're doing flips, wholesaling, everybody teaches you that. And that's not where the money's at. So learn the different ways. So when those seven investors pass out because it doesn't fit the flip, it'll work on a wrap. It'll work on a rental. That's what I teach you. I teach you the traditional a little bit, but mostly we get into big with non-traditional. Now my events, you're working. You have, you gone to an event and you learn all this great stuff. It makes sense at the event, but then you go home and you're kind of like, Oh my God, where do I start? Yes. (laughs) Many times. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you start at the events. 
every single event that I have, you're working because what I want you to do is I want you to get stuck at the event. That way you can ask me, we can fix it. And then the only thing you have to do is go home and duplicate it. Nice. That's the idea. You know, it's only one me and I only have 24 hours in a day. So if you're able, I do give a lot of information. I give you all the information and I've gotten criticized because of that, because you get too much information doesn't matter to me because if you're one of those people that can run with it, run, mm. I'll be able to help the people that can't. So it, my mission is to help 1 million people. If you, but not everybody, only the ones that are not going to give up on themselves. If that's you go to my website, follow me on the social medias and let's get you started. The next one will be the bulletproof, bulletproof wrap. And that's the one that I'm making 230,000, but it's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. And you are actually calculating numbers. You are putting out offers. And the great thing about rap, it's not how you buy. It's also how you sell too. Mm -hmm. So you're going to work, be ready to use your brain because the idea is for you to go home and duplicate it. And right now, because of COVID, we're doing it all online. So it's great. You could be sitting at home, just get stuck at the event so we can fix it. And then you can proceed and move forward and succeed. Don't wait for COVID-25. <laughs> Do it now. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this as a podcast, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to Vicky's website, the Academy and her socials are right there. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll down and all of the links are there for you. So you don't have to go digging around in Google for it either. All right, Vicky, I wanted to, uh, to ask you, there's, this has been a crazy year. I think one of the craziest years of all of our lives, you know, from an external point of view, what's on the horizon for you? How, how has 2020 shaped you for the next 12, 18 months? What, what, what do you see in your future? Oh my gosh. I am so excited because of COVID I revamped my whole business and I got quite a, I got six businesses. I am launching a few ones coming up in the next few months, but you know, and, and I don't know if in Australia you guys have this, but here the government had all this help for these small businesses. Well, it was up to the banks to give these help for the small businesses. And the, the really small businesses did not get it. Right. The banks saved those monies for the big corporations. You mm -hmm. know, there's big companies that have million dollars in the bank. They're the ones that got it, the ones that don't need it. Crazy. Yet the small people are closing their doors. So I came up, one of the things is also in the academy is to learn different ways. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there going through a hard time. And right now, the only thing that I have is about real estate. We're going to be launching for entrepreneurs because everything's a business. Mm -hmm. And for you to be able to, instead of being, um, being able to do your business and use your time for what you're good at. Don't be bogged down doing the paperwork. We're going to really teach how to do it right. And I was able to get this set up now because of COVID. COVID yeah. I revamped the whole entire thing. So just wait, there's going to be so many things coming, not just real estate. I mean, in every area, we're going to be able to help. Sounds exciting. Well, when that's uh, ready to go, make sure you reach back out and let's do another podcast and talk about that. I'd love to to hear some some more about that. Vicky, as we're bumping up against 45 minutes here, I'm really glad that you came on the show and shared your story today. So thank you so much for, for sharing. I really appreciate that. But I can't let you leave the Go All In podcast without putting you in the Go All In podcaster's hot seat. It's a little bit of fun to close out the show. Uh, this COVID thing has really put a bit of a downer on all of the travel plans that I'd had, both holiday and business related. And I always like to ask my guests, particularly my international guests, is there something that's should be on my bucket list that I don't know about. Is there a destination I should come and visit or go and see that you've seen that I haven't seen yet that, you know, that you could recommend? Well, I would definitely say Jackson, Mississippi. I was going to say, I'm coming down there to drink some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
this place is a gold mine. It's it's the little hidden jewel. And, and you know, I think somebody told me we're the poorest state in the nation. That's fine. Stay out of it because there's more for me. But if you're looking for investments, call me. Call me because this <laughs> place is security and it's a gold mine. You just need to learn how to be able to set up your business remotely. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's little things you need to do. So don't just invest where in your backyard or where you think everybody's going. Invest where the numbers make sense. So these smaller areas are the place to go. I love it. I love it. Hey, tell me, what's a skill that you're working on at the moment that you haven't quite mastered? I am too trustworthy. I am horrible. I trust everybody. I am horrible. Come you know, on, that's a good trait. That's a beautiful trait. No, 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 no. My office manager fired me from hiring people. She <laughs> said, Vicky, you hire everybody and they're not good. But I love I, everybody. Come on. I, yes, I like everybody and I fall for it. So I am fired from from hiring people. Yeah, I trust I trust people. And, and when you get burned, I'll say, no, no, never again. Sure enough, next week, I'm down to it again. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, last one for the little hot seat here. What's the best piece of business advice that you've ever received? That I ever received? I mean, just do whatever it takes. You <laughs> figure when somebody tells you now, that's just a way to figure, get creative and go around it. But don't take no for an answer and don't give up on yourself. Push through, do it because failure is really not an option. Beautiful, beautiful advice. Vicky, thank you again for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate you sharing your story and, and your wisdom and your knowledge there as well. If people want to reach out to you, what's the very best way to do that? Is that via LinkedIn, via Facebook or via your website? Any of them will work at the Office number is 601-202-VICKY. And if not, social media or www.vickyscatini.com. I'm everywhere. Okay, too easy. And once again, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to Vicky's website and her socials will be right there. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, just scroll down. It's right there in the show notes. Vicky, as we uh, finish out and close out the podcast here, I wanted to give you a chance to have the, the parting shot, the parting comment. Have you got some final bits of wisdom for us? Bottom line, mindset. Guys, don't be in the pity me party because nobody's going to be joining that party. You are flying solo on that one. So it's all about mindset. If you have the right mindset, you're going to go through. But if you don't, you need to figure out what it is that's going to get you there and have a strong why. And then just remember, when somebody asks you, what do you do? You're going to say, I do with. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Vicky, thanks again for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to speaking with you soon. It's bye for now. Bye. Thank you for having me. Well, there you have it, folks. If you want to connect with Vicky, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to her website, socials, her academy, and her LinkedIn are right there. So you're not going to have to go poking around in Google for them. Now, as you know, the world is changing at a faster pace and in a direction that none of us could ever have anticipated. The way that we work, the way that we earn income, and the way that we communicate has changed and is changing in My question to you is, are you keeping up with that change or are you being left behind? If you're just starting out in business, considering a business, or even if you've been a seasoned entrepreneur for years, then I've created a masterclass that will give you the strategies and the tactics to get you moving, gather some momentum and break through to the next level. If you'd like to find out some more about this, then hop on over to goalin.com.au and click on the tab that says masterclass. Now, if you've got a message or some feedback for the show, you can reach out via the Go All In socials or you can send me an email at any time. Just visit goallin.com.au to find out more. Well, that wraps it up for the show today. So whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're doing, get busy, get to it and go all in. I'll see you next time. We head for the sky, it's all right. Our wings wouldn't fly, it's all right. 
If we are crashing down again Pieces of love, it's alright Scattered in mud, it's alright You're giving me a lie again And tell me what you want Crashing down again Pieces of love, it's alright Scattered in mud, it's alright You're giving me a lie again And tell me what you want This time I won't take it to the heart Oh. Uh-huh. 